All right. Welcome, everybody, to episode eight of the podcast that goes snick. This is going to be a bonus episode about AVX consequences. We're going to cover the whole miniseries in one fell swoop. So, without further ado, here we go. AVX Consequences Sounds pretty dire, doesn't it? But really, this series... Okay, so five-issue miniseries that came out uh, one issue a week over the last five weeks. And basically, this issue is a bridge from the end of AVX getting to the new X-Men titles in Marvel Now. Uh, Specifically... The all-new X-Men and the relaunch, reboot, whatever, of Uncanny X-Men. Overall, this is the story of Cyclops. And I know this is a Wolverine podcast, but, you know, especially since Schism, if not for a long time before, Cyclops and Wolverine have kind of been the main two X-Men. And since Schism, at least, they've kind of been on opposing ideologies of the X-Men and kind of the two figureheads of the two sides. Cyclops taking the more militaristic military (laughs) I know how to write that word but I don't know how to say it. But the more military focused side and Wolverine getting back to the school. That's kind of been the status quo and and obviously this story involves Wolverine. I think he's in every issue, I think, at least a little bit. And so that's why we're going to go ahead and cover it on this podcast. But also it's a good chance to kind of get used to the state of affairs for the X-Men, you know, in Marvel now moving forward. So I'm just going to kind of cover the whole thing at once. Um, let me go through the credits for each issue, and then we'll talk about the covers, and then we'll dive into the content and what it all means. So, issue one is written by Karen Gillen. Actually, I think he writes all of these. Gillen, 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 Gillen. Yes, so Karen Gillen writes the whole series, so I won't repeat his name for every issue. Alright, but back to issue one. Art by Tom Rainey. Colors by Jim Caralampios. Letters by VCs Clayton Coles. Or Cowles. So issue number two. Pencils by Steve Kurth. Inks by Alan Martinez. 
Colors by Jim Caralampios. Letters by VCs Clayton Cowles or Coles. I realize I said that both different each time. Uh, let's see. Colors, letters. Colors, letters. Okay. And they will be the same every issue as well. So I won't mention them again. Not that they don't deserve mention, but, you know, for the sake of brevity and so I only have to butcher their names twice. <laughs> okay, so issue three. Pencils by Scott Eaton and inks by Andrew Hennessy. Issue number four. Pencils by Mark Brooks. Inks by Mark Brooks and Andrew Hennessy. Issue number five. Art by Gabriel Hernandez-Walta. Okay, so the covers. Issue one has a cover by Patrick Zercher and Damo Sanchez Aymara. At least the cover I got. There's a variant cover by Paulo Rivera. But the Zercher cover that I'm looking at was the one that was the teaser of the Avengers standing around a chalk outline. And then when the issue comes out, we realize the outline is Phoenix Cyclops with some steam coming off of him. And it's basically an above-head shot of the Avengers standing around him. We have Captain America, Thor's arms and feet, Spider-Man's legs, the Thing's feet, and Iron Man. All standing around Cyclops' body in a crater. So it's a pretty good cover. Pretty nice. Cover 2 is by Ron Garney and Jason Keith. With a variant cover by Shane Davis, Danny Minky, and Maury Hollowell. I have the Garney cover. And it's basically Cyclops and his little prison helmet and his prison orange jumpsuit. And a bunch of other prisoners around him with shivs. That is a pretty nice cover. Okay, issue three is my favorite cover. It is by Ron Garney and Jason Keith. With a variant by Adi Granov. Or Addy Granoff. I don't know. I like him, but I don't know how to say his name. But anyway, it doesn't matter because I have the wrong Garden cover. And it's my favorite cover. And it is Iron Man kind of slouched over next to a flower in some war-torn rubble. And Garney's Iron Man looks fantastic on this cover. It's really clean and really nice. And the colors are really good. Then, episode four, the cover is by Salvador Oroca and David Curiel with a Granov variant cover. I have the LaRoca cover, and it's Neymar and Hope underwater. Pretty cool cover, pretty pretty standard, standard LaRoca. Hope looks kind of weird because her face is behind like the scuba mask, but everybody looks kind of weird behind the scuba mask. So no big deal there. Okay, number five is also by LaRocca and Curio with a variant by Granov. I have the LaRocca cover. And it's okay. It's Magneto's head flanked by danger and magic. I don't like the way magic looks on this cover. Rather than that, it's pretty cool. Magneto looks pretty regal. And so those are the covers. All right, so let's dive right into this mini epic <laughs> of AVX consequences. So I won't 
go over too much of AVX. I'm assuming everybody's probably read it that's listening to this. If you haven't, you probably know about it. And if you don't even know about it, I would encourage you, either way, uh, to go listen to my previous episodes. You can get kind of the gist of it. And if this is the first episode you're listening to, then please, by all means, go uh, go find 1 through 7 and give them a shot as well. You know, if you want to. I would. If it were me. <laughs> so you should, too. There you go. Alright, but basically... We, we're going to pick up with Cyclops has been taken into custody after he literally had the Dark Phoenix beat out of him by Hope and Scarlet Witch. And kind of everybody else is left to pick up the pieces. And so we start off picking up some pieces. We have a Blackbird and Wolverine is flying some of the students to Wakanda to do some relief work, which makes sense. I talked about in the last episode there was a scene... Uh, Iceman took some students to do relief work on a planet that was destroyed by the Phoenix. And I talked about how that was a nice mix of like a realistic reaction to this based in a fantasy X-Men world and how cool that was. And so kind of the same principle here. We have Wolverine taking students to Wakanda to try to clean up some of the mess. But he's telling them it's going to kind of be somewhat of a hornet's nest because they're flying into an open grave, one that was dug by mutants. Quentin Quire cops a little bit of an attitude, but, you know, that's kind of standard. So we have the Blackbird trying to land in Wakanda, but Storm comes up and tells them to turn back. Then there's a cannon shot. Uh, Storm gives them some cloud cover, and they fly off. Storm gets in the jet, and Wolverine's like, WTF? And Storm's like, well, you know what? Uh, Wakanda is not the open arms it used to be. They're officially at war with Atlantis. And even though Neymar is the one that destroyed a lot of the country, he did it under the name of being a mutant. And some mutants aren't really welcome here right now. And Wolverine pops his claws. We get a snicked and a snacked as he pops them back in. Basically, he's like... Summers! <laughs> In my old man Logan voice. But, um, so basically, and he's like, all right, field trip canceled. And Storm says, well, you know, y'all aren't really wanted here, but at least you're not a criminal, which is what I am now in Wakanda. And we see him fly off. So then we switch to an undisclosed location. And we have Scott Summers in his... Like I said, his orange jumps, prison jumpsuit and his helmet, metal helmet with the big red ruby quartz goggles that kind of keep his powers in check. And we come to find out that basically Summers has been, Cyclops has been sent to a private prison. One to deal, he's going to kind of be a test subject to see if this prison can handle mutant criminals as we have a lot more mutant bursts. But the kind of the warden guy goes a long way to making sure Cyclops doesn't feel special. Because when Cyclops gets there, he's like, where am I? The raft? Some kind of shield base? And the warden's like, ah, your ideas of your own importance are still grossly exaggerated. You're in a privately owned prison. Just another criminal. And not only that, but you're not even the first mutant here, as we find out. Uh, He talks about the helmet and the collar that... Uh, when it f- determines brainwave 
it, it scans brainwaves, and if it determines a mutant power is being used, it basically sends a person into a seizure. But it can also be activated remotely, and then give him a little taste. And then we find out that Summers is the second mutant prisoner, so he's not even special being a mutant there. So then we switch to Avengers Tower. We have Hope sitting on a ledge. She's burning a letter from Cable. And this page really starts where I don't really care for Rainey's art. Uh, Hope and Scarlet Witch and Captain America all look very goofy. And I don't know, it just didn't really do much for me. These panels are awkward. The faces are really kind of ugly, but not in a like, Everybody looks normal and not everybody's a model in comics. You know, like some people draw kind of comic faces that are just kind of normal looking. So they're not all good looking. Some of them are ugly, but they're not weird looking ugly. Some of these faces, particularly Hope and Scarlet Witch, are kind of weird looking ugly. But that's kind of rainy for you, I guess. But basically, all right, that was a sidebar about the art. Basically, Hope has burned the letter from Cable that said not to come find him. You know, he was in a coma on Utopia after the whole, like, extinction mess. And when she went to find his body, it wasn't there anymore after AVX. But he had left a note saying, don't come looking for me. So Scarlet Witch and Captain America ask Hope what she's going to do. They say she can be on the Avengers or she can go to Wolverine school or whatever she wants, and she decides she wants to give Normal a try. And then Captain America's like, well, you deserve that. Fair enough. So then we switch to Mexico. We have Iron Man and Miss Marvel looking for Magneto. And they don't find him. So then we have Captain America uh, talking to Wolverine, basically saying, can you help us locate some of these guys? I know they're mutants, but they're also fugitives. Talking about uh, the leftover extinction team, particularly the ones that made up the Phoenix Five. And kind of saying that as long as they're out loose, then it's going to be hard for the public to trust mutants. So basically, it's kind of a sign of mutant good faith for the other mutants to help bring these guys in. And, you know, Captain America talks about the new era. He wants things to be different. He wants them to be better between mutants and humans. You know, and there's some people that still think Sentinels are the way. He doesn't, but, you know, he needs he needs Wolverine's help. He wants him to go talk to Cyclops and see if he knows where any of the guys are. Wolverine's like, you can't do it. And Captain America's like, why? Wolverine says, I just got back from the funeral of Professor X. I talked about all the good things, you know, basically sunshine and rainbows and unicorns. But he didn't really. He was actually kind of negative. <laughs> I don't know why he says this, but he says he knows what he should do, but what I feel, what I want. And we get another snicked. This is, see, here, Rainey's art is really good. I don't, he's just, he's always, to me, been inconsistent. But his Wolverine looks pretty good. And the little panel of him popping his claws looks great. Um, but basically he says, you know, I don't want to go talk to Scott Summers. I want to kill him. So don't tip me. Captain America is like, well, thanks for your honesty. This will be problematic, but I'll do what I can to cover the school. Wolverine's like, why is this on us? And Captain America is basically like, we need to get more progressive elements in government. And until then, the less progressive elements are going to be making noises. 
and that's when he, you know, kind of plays a sentinel card, like, please help us make this better. I need you to cooperate. So the other mutants talks to Cyclops. Oh, he has a visitor. And we see Logan. And he's got four beers left of a six-pack. And he's sitting in a chair backwards style like A.C. Slater from Saved by the Bell. Like, hey, preppy. And he's going to have a talk with Cyclops. And that's where that issue ends up. I know it's a privately owned prison, but I'm still not sure why Wolverine is allowed to bring beer in. Um, I don't know. I guess he is. So we switch to the Curse art. It is pretty decent, I guess. I don't like... He draws, like, this super, like, Arnold bicep Wolverine. And I don't like that. And here's why. I know with Wolverine's healing factor, like, his muscles break down and build back up faster than everybody else. I understand that. And if I felt like Wolverine was constantly lifting weights, he would have huge muscles. But I don't see that as Wolverine. Wolverine chugs beers... And yes, he trains. He trains hard. He's in the danger room. He keeps his fighting skills up to speed. So he's very skilled and very trained and very in shape. So I don't want to say like a fat beer belly Wolverine. But I don't, I don't see part of his training is constantly lifting weights. So I don't like it when he has huge, huge arms. And Kurt kind of gives him huge, huge arms. So I don't really like that. Other than that, though, the art's pretty good. So Wolverine comes to talk to Cyclops. We have lots of silence. Wolverine's drinking a beer. He tosses one, opens another one, and he starts talking about Professor X. And Cyclops is like, you have to believe me. I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to kill him. It wasn't me. Wolverine's like, it doesn't matter if it was you. You started walking on that road. You knew where it led. You knew it was against everything that man ever taught you. When you had your brains about you, you knew that, and you kept walking anyway. And Cyclops is like, you're right, it's my responsibility. But I never wanted that, not even the darkest part of me. I did what I had to, you should understand that, that's what you've taught me. Wolverine's like, don't you dare, you're nothing like me. And Cyclops says, you almost ruined everything. But your school has more mutants, you'll have new mutants, and that's thanks to me. And you just hope whoever writes your history book skims over how the headmaster almost doomed the entire species when he tried to kill Hope. And so basically he gets mad. So they're basically arguing with each other. You know, par for the course. And Cyclops is like, there are people who get to judge me, but I don't think you're among them. But that's why you're here, right? Judge, jury, and Wolverine's like, don't push it. Then he says, I know what Gene felt like, which makes Wolverine really mad. And he throws the beer and he breaks the table and he grabs Wolverine. And we get an awesome panel of Wolverine reflected in the Ruby Quartz uh, goggles. Basically, it kind of shows the red of his rage, but also through the red of the Ruby Quartz. And Wolverine pops his claws. We get another a good snicked. He's like, wait, you want this? And we get snacked. I like when they give us the snack of the claws coming back in. Artists don't always do that, but I enjoy it when they do. And Wolverine basically decides that Cyclops has a death wish, and he's not going to fulfill it. He's not going to make him a martyr, but Cyclops wants to be a martyr. He says, in a few years, some rebellious little kid is going to turn up at your school with me on his (laughs) t-shirt. And he basically says, I'm walking dead. How I feel doesn't matter. They're not going to give me a trial. I'm I'm in this prison because they're going to kill me. 
because if I have a lawyer, he might get me off, and they can't risk that. And Wolverine's like, ah, oh, you take all the fun out of this. <laughs> Here he says, what is he, Ashley says verbatim, only you can take all the fun out of wanting to murder someone you hate. He asks for Cyclops to tell him where the team is, and eventually says, imagine, you, let's say you're right, let's say you did everything right. All these new mutants have come to my school, and they need to be protected. And if you don't help turn some of these guys in, people are going to come after mutants again. So you need to help the new mutants you helped create, or help be born, help them further by helping me track down the rest of the guys. But Cyclops kind of asks, okay, well, where's Emma then, or Hope? Tell me where you'll put them, and I'll... <laughs> Wolverine crunches the beer can and is like, F you, Scott. F you, and throws the beer can at him. You can go to hell. And Cyclops is like, I can and I did. And then the other mutant starts talking to Cyclops. The, the guy talks about how he got his powers. He was already in prison. And some, this guy was beating up on him. Something about TV. And suddenly he like started floating and repelled everybody away from him. And kind of hurt the other prisoners. And he wakes up in this place. And then some of these other prisoners that are, he got in the fight with come out in with shivs. And the guy's like, oh, they're going to kill us. And Cyclops is like, no, not quite. The word you're looking for is martyr. And I know I read a lot more of that issue or talked about a lot more of that issue, but that one to me was really, really good as far as showing... The headspace that Wolverine and Cyclops are both in, and even Captain America. And those are going to be kind of our three main players in the mutant verse in Marvel now. And so it's a good to get a taste of where they all kind of stand. All right, so moving on, uh, Scott Eaton. I always enjoy his art. It's pretty good here. So we have Iron Man and Kun Loon, and Kun Lun. I still haven't figured out how to say it. After this story, I probably won't have to, so... <laughs> Won't spend too much time worrying about it. Iron Man's kind of walking around saying that he wants to help rebuild Kunlun. But they call him out saying that he isn't really... The reason he wants to help is he's trying to, like, get in touch with his new mystical side. But they've been that way forever. And... We have Cyclops and Wolverine in a fight. And we see that Cyclops can kind of take his own. You know what? Yes, he's had powers, but he's been on the X-Men for a long-ass time. And he can handle himself in a fight without his powers. So, he kind of makes quick work of the other prisoners. And he gets... When I didn't know what it was at first, it's uh, metal shavings. And the guy, you know, says, You learned all that at school? It must have been a hell of a school. And Cyclops is like, yeah, it had his moments. So then Kitty Pride is coming to visit Emma Frost. And <laughs> we get a nice little cat fight here. And basically, uh, Emma's like, I can't understand how smug you are. And Kitty Pride's like, I'm not smug, I'm sad. I'm sad for everyone you dragged down. And Emma's like, please, I dragged them down in all my years I was a so-called villain. I was never in jail. Or wore a polyester jumpsuit. I've never been without heels. <laughs> so, you know, poor, poor Emma Frost. And that's basically what Kitty says. They kind of argue a little bit. Then we have Cyclops doing push-ups in his jail cell. 
talking to the prisoner. He's like, do you think Iowa can be accepted at this school? And Sangos is like, yeah. And he's like, they have good teachers. Now, what they do, the best. Nice little reference to Wolverine being the best he is at what he does. And he said, he basically says everything he did was for the school to give them a future. And the guy's like, give me a future? Thanks, chief. Then we're in the cell at night, and he drops the metal shavings on the floor. So we see Wolverine talking to Captain America and Sword. Captain America's like, if he wouldn't say anything, let's use a telepath. And they're like, all of whom were on his side during the insurrection? I don't think so. We find out that Agent Brand is a mutant. She kind of questions Wolverine that he's playing both sides, but her impasse determines that he tells truths, at least as far as he knows. So apparently her empath that looks kind of like a Star Wars alien is actually Cobra Commander. <laughs> so we have Storm at the school. She walks into a bedroom and finds magic. Boo, I was hoping magic would be gone. I don't like magic. But she basically gives an envelope that tells her where to find Colossus and that she should turn him in. And we know that, and I'm still not sure on the timeline, but in the Adjectiveless X-Men series, at some point, before AVX, because Cyclops was in his black suit, and he wasn't a bad guy yet, that Cyclops, I'm sorry, that Storm and Colossus had a falling out. So it's ironic, or maybe appropriate, the magic comes to Storm to give away Colossus's location. So then we have Hope in school, trying to be a student, Oh, when it turns out at night, she's really looking for Cable. And then Cyclops yawns <laughs> and wakes up. And the, the metal powder says, hello, Scott. And he rubs it out and it says, break you out. And Cyclops makes it with his finger and writes, no. And it says, understood. And he says, I have to be a prisoner, a political prisoner. I'm not going to let them turn me into a criminal. Okay. So that takes us to issue four with Mark Brooks. Always like his art too. So there you go. Now we have Iron Man coming to visit Cyclops. And basically he talks about studying the Phoenix Force. And Cyclops says, you can't control it with science. And he's like, I don't want to control it. I want to understand it. You were in possession of the Force during a Dark Phoenix event. And you survived. I want to try to get readings while everything's still fresh. And Cyclops is like, why should I help you? And Stark basically says, I knew the Distorter would help create new mutants. Cyclops is like, okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's true or not. But basically, so we have Agent Brand. And uh-oh, she's talking to Magneto on a secure channel. And... Basically, she tells Magneto that she's a mutant. I'm sorry, I, I bumped that earlier in the story. Last issue. It's not this, this issue that she tells Magneto that she's a mutant. And that's why she's helping. So she's basically feeding Magneto information and helping him stay one step ahead of the people that are trying to bring him in. So then we go to Beneath Utopia. We have Hope in Scuba Gear. She finds Neymar. And he's like, don't be afraid. And she's looking for cable and a jetpack. <laughs> well, she had the jetpack at the end of the X. I'm not sure when she lost it. 
but she calls Neymar out for almost destroying Wakanda, and Neymar's basically like, Cable would have understood. And she's like, no, he wouldn't. He taught me the difference between war and a war crime. And Neymar basically says, you're not going to talk to the king of Atlantis like this. And he basically says that the Phoenix Force made him feel small. And he had never felt small before. And he says, I just like it immensely. And he swims off. So Storm has come to Siberia to find Colossus. And Colossus has grown a beard. He's living in a cave trying to find himself. He's doing a rock sculpture of his sister. And Storm's like, you, need, you have to come in. And Colossus is like, I don't have to do anything unless you try to make me. And he talks about how he's going to be a pacifist or the complete opposite. <laughs> but he's thinking deeply. And he no longer trusts his heart. And he breaks the sculpture. Of course, you know from Uncanny that him and Magic had a big fight. But he's been purged of both the Phoenix power from AVX. And she also took away the Sidorak. And basically, she wanted him to understand that she couldn't be saved. <laughs> and so, so he's mad about that. But he tells Storm, if you find my sister again, kill her. And Storm decides she can't turn him in. He's just a victim. And Magneto's outside the cave. And he says that he came to find Colossus too. And it looks like magic is hiding behind a rock. Because that always works. He's crouching behind a rock. And they basically, Magneto says, I'm dangerous. But he says it's regrettable. And this is the part... I'm not sure about it. I'll talk about it at the end. He says, For a while, the hero and the villain walked arm in arm for a purpose grander than ourselves, and now that is over. And Storm says, You're not a villain, Eric. Thank you, but honestly, Aurora, our roles are nothing more than how the times choose to cast us. So we move to a week later, and Cyclops is talking to the, the other mutant prisoner, He's getting an X with a circle tattooed on his arm. And he's like, you should get a tattoo. And Cyclops is like, maybe I should have. And the guy suddenly has a panic fit. Wait, does that school have a problem with ink? Will it mess up my application? <laughs> and he says, no, actually, there were students whose gifts were powered tattoos. And he's like, awesome. And he's going to get scanned. But the other guys, why Cyclops isn't around... They get the new mutant. Oh, his name is Jake. And they kill him. And Cyclops fights again, but they turn on his bark collar. <laughs> and Wolverine comes to see him again. And he tells him that Jake didn't make it. And he basically says, Damn it, this is what I said. Another mutant prisoner murder rates dictate separate. And he says, Don't turn this into a policy debate, Swim. That's not where you are. And he's, why the hell are you here, Logan? Tony told me what happened. I came. We thought you can do with some talking down. It's not needed, Logan. Oh, but it is. I really like Eaton's uh, Logan, by the way. Uh, it's our, all of it's good. But I really like his Magneto and his Wolverine especially. But he basically says, tell Cyclops, I know where you are and what you want to do next. But before you do something you can't take back, Know this, I believe you about the professor. You wouldn't kill him deliberately, and you won't do what you're thinking of. 
The professor gave me ideas, patience, and kindness more than I deserved. But you, you gave me a role model. You showed me how it was possible to be a better man. So we actually have Wolverine opening up to Cyclops a little bit. Even now in the school, when I want to pop claws through some swarming kid, I still ask myself, what would Scott Summers do? But he doesn't have the bracelet. He should get one. WWSSD <laughs> bracelet. And he says, whatever you're thinking now, Scott Summers wouldn't do. Don't give up on yourself. But that night, he's like, eh, nope. And he spells out now with the magnetic, with the metal dust, the metal shavings. And we get a really cool picture of Magneto putting on his helmet. And he's like, well, ladies, villains it is. And we get a really nice page with Magneto, Danger, and Magic. So the last and final issue is Magneto, Danger, and Magic are going to go break out Cyclops. And Walter's art is okay. It's kind of 80s comic book looking, if that makes any sense. You know, kind of some of the... I don't really know how to describe it, but that's the feel to it. The only stuff I've seen of his I had seen before was the little short story in the Marvel Now Point One with the uh, Cable and Forge. And I believe I read he's going to be the new artist on Astonishing, which I have to say... I don't dislike his art terribly, but I feel like Perkins has earned the chance to stay on that book. His art's gotten better every issue, and I think it's better than Walter's. So I'm going to kind of be bummed about that change up, but whatever. Um, I really don't like his Magneto. The helmet looks, re- it just looks goofy. It looks bad. Um, but what can you do? So then we have Hope in Chicago and the Avengers find her. They thought she was doing normal, but it turns out she's just running around looking for stuff. And we have some scenes here that I don't know if they've been shown somewhere else or if they will be shown somewhere else. I kind of hope so. I'd like to see them. But we have Hope climbing a fence with some cyborg Dobermans barking at her heels. And we have her on a eagle-esque gargoyle looks like something out of Gotham City and a guy hanging upside down then we have her on her jetpack flying away from missiles and they ask her where she's been and she's like "Ah, around (laughs) I gotta say though Wolverine we get this thing on the back of his head which harkens back to his very very first appearances where his costume had like a black bar around the back of his head so that's interesting. I wonder if that'll show back up. When Captain America says they've been worried sick, but Spider-Woman gets a transmission, there's been a prison break, and Wolverine's like, I told you this would happen! And then Captain America's like, I know. And he says, Hope, I trust you. <laughs> and they leave, and she says, good luck. <laughs> I don't know if she's saying good luck to the prison break situation, or good luck on trusting me. I guess we'll see how that plays out. But we go 20 minutes earlier and we have Magneto and Magic breaking Cyclops out of prison. And he's like, what kept you? Magneto's like, good to see you too, boy. And Danger takes off his helmet and he puts on his glasses, his sunglasses. And 
They're like, we need to go, but I have a couple of conversations to make have first. And so he gets some prisoners that killed Jake, the other mutant prisoner. And they, he says, even this jail is too good for you. And he has magic send them to limbo. And then he goes to meet the warden. And he says, you ran a system that was going to turn profit from mutant misery. Jake's death is your responsibility. Everybody, we're going to break apart this prison. We're going to flatten it. Everyone escapes. Your losses will be enormous. I can't talk ethics with you people, so I'll talk to the bottom line. This is what happens when anyone tries to profit from mutant prejudice. And he says, you're not going to kill him. But he says, I'll be damned if I'm going to let you forget either. And then danger is left to deal with him. Then we switch to now. The Avengers show up. Wolverine sniffs around and they're gone. And they're going to track down the other prisoners that have escaped by foot. And Wolverine's like, they've left something behind. And he finds a guy. And he's had an X scarred across his whole face. And the note for Wolverine from Cyclops. And I'm going to read the note. It says, Logan, you're angry now, but I hope in time you'll understand. The school has my best wishes and complete support. I have every faith you will teach the children in the spirit of Xavier and prepare them for the better world to come. I will keep them alive. You urge me to be the better man. I'd like to be that. I honestly would. But when you're being the better man, I don't need to be. Instead, I can be the man who does what's necessary. And Wolverine says, Scott is gone. And Hope comes to her apartment, finds this note taped up that says, Behind you, there's an open window. And Cable's out there. And he said, I told you it's not your job to watch out for me. He goes, I'm watching out for you. And nothing will ever change that. And Hope smiles as he leaves. And she says, thanks, Dad. So now we have on the news about the jailbreak. And we have a guy who wants, probably on Fox News, talking about uh, mutant concentration camps. And we have Cyclops getting dressed in his black suit. And Cyclops, is, or Magneto, is your escape has thrown a hand grenade in their midst. This isn't like how it was before. Cyclops is like, no, you're wrong. Hated, feared, and saving the world? Tell me what's changed. And that's where we end up. So, uh, I'm going to give the whole series as a whole three claws. That's the rating for the whole series. So let's talk about it a little bit. Um, Alright, Magneto. I don't really know about this. Um, part of me feels like it makes sense. And part of me feels like they just took the easy way out. Because, you know, in AVX, he had come to the conclusion that the mutants possessed by the Phoenix Force, the Phoenix Five, were doing the wrong thing. And he was going to... I think at some point he was about to switch sides and he got taken down. And so now suddenly he's all like, yes, Scott, whatever you want, Scott. And I just, I don't know. I don't, he's not that wimpy. He obviously has like his own character and whatever he's doing. But I, I don't know. I just, I don't know if it's natural for him to jump right back to Cyclops' team or if he would go back to the school. I'm not sure. And I knew... He wouldn't stay a good guy forever, or a quote-unquote good guy forever. 
it's so kind of the the rhetoric of I was whatever the Times choose for me, hero or villain. There's some like sense to that. But I don't know. I I guess I buy it based on where it goes. And I just feel like it was a little quick and a little easy that him and Cyclops are in agreement again. And who knows, maybe in the new Uncanny book, they're just going to butt heads the whole time about how to do things. But I, just, I don't, I'm not real sure either why he's on this most wanted list. Yeah, he was at Utopia and he was theoretically on Cyclops' team. But in the end there, he didn't fight any of the Avengers or the X-Men. He wasn't a Phoenix Five. It seems like he of all people. I mean, I guess because I guess this is where I see that it makes sense. Is what should happen if everything was hunky dory is he would turn himself in to Captain America, explain that he knew what happened was wrong, just like Storm. Okay, who's gonna be on staff at Wolverine School, so she's off the hook at least according to the Avengers. I mean, she kind of was absolved of being on Cyclops' side at first. So I guess the only thing I can think of, though, is Magneto would probably have a hard time trusting that he can get a fair shake. So in that regard, it makes sense. So I guess that's where I'm going to end up, is that he would have done the right thing, but he didn't feel like he would have been treated fairly, and that he would just be assumed to be a villain. So he's going to team back up with Cyclops and see where that takes them. Okay, so that's what I'm going to go with. Um, so obviously, we can get from the end of this that the new Uncanny team is going to be Cyclops. As not a mutant terrorist, but not on the side of the angels either. Basically, what it looks like to me is... Cyclops and Wolverine are going to kind of switch places. And Uncanny X-Men is going to kind of be what Wolverine's Uncanny X-Force team was. (laughs) Because we know that the new Uncanny X-Force is going to be Psylocke. And with her obvious no-killing, it's going to be a much different team. And the Cable and the X-Force may or may not kill, but it's obviously completely outside the bounds of legality. So I feel like the Black Ops X-Men team is going to be Cyclops. And his uncanny X-Men now. And I gotta say, I really like where Cy- Cyclops to me has the potential to be cooler than he's been in a long time. Certainly cooler than he was the prick in AVX. And I think what's cool about him is he's more gray than Magneto ever was. You know, we had the whole time where Magneto was kind of the roguish hero who wasn't really all that good, but he was on the X-Men kind of out of necessity that he still held a mutant superiority but he eventually kind of accepted with hesitation some degree of cohabitation not cohabitation cohabitation with humans and you know kind of played ball with the X-Men and was an X-Men for a long time now in the last several years but he was still kind of ambiguous and still kind of gray. I feel like Cyclops now is even more gray than that. And it's very interesting and hopefully will be very compelling. It has the potential to be very compelling. Him and Wolverine's story in this miniseries I thought was great. Like I said, I really enjoyed getting in 
to their current headspace, but Cyclops now has a team of outlaw X-Men, but he still wants to be the good guy. He still believes that he wants to do what is best for not only mutant kind, but for the world. So in that sense, he hasn't gone Magneto or mutant terrorist because he doesn't hate the humans. He's just not going to let the mutants be taken advantage of anymore. So he's not mutants are superior. He just doesn't feel like he can work within the current framework of the Avengers plus X-Men to accomplish really doing what's really best for the mutants. So he's going to go off and do his own thing. Some of it will probably be seen as terrorism. And he's definitely wanted as a mutant terrorist right now because of the Phoenix stuff. So I don't think his, his status will change anytime soon. But at least now we know that he's not completely a bad guy. And that's good. That's cool. It makes me like Cyclops again. So I'm really interested to see where he goes. And as far as Wolverine, you know, we kind of get the idea that he's, <laughs> at least in the X-Men book, don't know about his solo series, but he's going to have to be more of the role model now, like he talked about. He's got to, you know, he talked about how Cyclops was the role model for him to be the better man. And like Cyclops wrote in his letter, now Wolverine is being the better man. And now he has to be the role model for the students like Cyclops was for Wolverine. So that's really cool. Anyway, I wanted to keep this episode short as a bonus episode, and I don't know if I really did that. But I'm going to cut it here. Uh, The series is really good. Uh, The art of varying degrees... But the story was great. Like I said, I give the whole thing three claws. And yeah. Okay, so that's going to do it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed the look at AVX Consequences. I did. I enjoyed the series. So as usual, please like the Facebook page. Send me some emails at snitcast at yahoo.com. I'd love to hear what you think about Cyclops, Magneto, Wolverine in this series, where they're going. Do you agree with me? Disagree? Are you liking the same things I'm liking? Or maybe you don't like where the characters are going? Uh, send me an email or leave a comment. Let me know. I would love to hear it and talk about it. Uh, so episode 9 will be the November episode. I already got a couple books out for that. And rest are on the way. And I'm still planning on episode 10 being a little treat for you guys talking about Wolverine's first appearance and some of the stuff that goes with that. All right, well, take care of yourself. See you next time. Bye-bye.